This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Walker, and this is my host, Kim. Hello. And, and today, we're going to be talking about email because email is dead, right? You did not just jump in right like that because you know that that's a hot button for me. Email <laughs> marketing is not dead. No, we all That is what we're going to be talking about today. But let me thank our sponsor first. Thank you to our friends at RepairPal.com for providing this episode. RepairPal's certified network of shops are trusted by millions of customers each month. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. Okay, here's the deal. The deal. There are professionals, truly, like they are professionals in this industry, automotive and others, who say, oh no, you've got texting, you've got ads, you've got this, you don't need to be doing email. Yes, you do. Well, I mean, about 10 years ago, the Wall Street Journal published an article that said that email was dead. Well, they're stupid. <laughs> it just so happened to be the most highly emailed article of the day. Right? That's how it works. Email, right. email is not dead. I don't know that email will ever be dead. Well, here's the thing. You go sign up for XYZ, whatever it is. What do they care about more than your freaking name? Your email address. Your email address. That's what they want. Yeah. I mean, internet marketers will tell you that email is their most powerful marketing tool. So, little story. There was a time when people had all their marketing eggs in one basket, right? Oh, I'm, do, I'm going all in on Facebook and I'm going all in on digital ads and Google ads and whatever. And then you're going to remember this. You might not remember the date, but October 5th, 2021. Doesn't ring a bell, does it? Well, I mean. You know what? That might be the dog that the day that Lindy was born. But that's, that is the day that Lindy was born. But that's not. It's not the day he was born. It's no, his birthday. it's not. That's right. But anyway, <laughs> Lindy is my amazing, beautiful, incredible dog for those that don't know. And Lindy comes from a Kenny Chesney song. All right, focus, so, Kim, focus. October 5th, 20, I'm trying to like stretch it out because I, I want people to be like, what happened? What Look, happened? Ryan Seacrest, nobody wants that. Get into it. Do you remember that being the day that Facebook and Instagram broke? Dun, dun, dun. You know you have buttons over here that have noises you're supposed to be using. Yeah. I'm, Anyways, he told me to hurry up. So I'm, I'm going to get back on track over here. But yeah, Facebook and Instagram went down and the world, people were like, I don't know what to do. Their world imploded. Like it really was kind of a nightmare. So those people who were just using Facebook to market their businesses, they were kind of screwed that day, right? Yeah, SOL. So then another date in history, which was actually much closer, August 8th of this past year, 2022, Google Search, Maps, YouTube, the Google Drive, all of that went down. I do remember that day. Yeah, like we legit couldn't work. Almost our whole world. I mean, it's... I'm going to mess you up, though, because Gmail that day we wouldn't have been able to get emails through to people. Right. That's true. Unless we weren't using Gmail. That's true. A lot of people are not using Gmail. So only people, if it was going... Yeah, so relax, sir. You could still get the emails out to your clients that are using Yahoo and Hotmail addresses. Hey, some of those clients are really good. Domain, if it's like, they're still using something like Gmail behind that or 
Microsoft Office. The point is don't put all of your marketing eggs in one basket. What we're trying to say is when it comes to email, you're collecting these email addresses. That's your property. You have that email address. But when it's Facebook, Instagram, Google ads, all this other kind of stuff, you don't. And you need, for those people that had the chance to do email when Facebook and Instagram went down, well, life was probably fine for them. We should all start putting more focus on marketing using the digital properties that we own. And we're going to do another podcast episode about that where we dig into that topic. But like Kim said, email is something that you own. When you start advertising through Facebook, you don't own that. Like it's already been shown. I'm not going to get political here, but it it has already been shown that if you have a voice that somebody does not want, they will remove you. They will censor you. They will shadow ban you. They will do all kinds of things. And if you find yourself in that position, there's not a whole heck of a lot that you can do about it. But if you have your own digital properties, yep. then you can keep marketing just like nothing ever happened. Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's RepairPal.com forward slash shops. So one of our favorite people to follow on the planet. I don't know who she's talking about, y'all. Yes, you do. Literally preaches that in almost every one of his podcasts at the end. He has uh, Jocko, really put Jocko. his yeah. own podcast on his own platform. Talking about yep. things you own. And then where this came up, it got stirred up a week or so ago because I was listening to an Ed Milet podcast. And he had Amy Porterfield on. If you don't know Amy Porterfield, she is like the number one, oh my God, she's just amazing when it comes to like building funnels. And you would say she's not number one, but I love Amy Porterfield when it comes to social media and all of that kind of stuff. And so he was interviewing her and Amy Porterfield went on a whole tangent, probably a good four or five minutes talking just about the importance of building your email list. So even if you have no plans right now, to use email as part of your marketing, still start collecting the email addresses because there will come a day when you say, maybe I need to do some email marketing. You know, there's lots of people talking about, are we going to have a recession this year? Are we going into a recession? Are we in a recession? Well, you may come up on a slow day and having that list of email addresses could be really helpful to you. So you want to see how powerful email is? If you're having that day where the shop is a little bit slow, go do a slow day email. Just go send out an email and let them know we can get your car in right away and watch what happens because it never fails to work. And we're not saying don't use text, SMS. No, we're all about all of that stuff. 
right? But we just hear people saying, oh, we're just not going to do email. Well, that's probably not the best decision. So when we talk about email, we're also not just talking about the email that you would do through like automated through your CRM because there's a lot of people that, yeah, they have their CRM and they're sending out appointment reminders or sending out the unsold work reminders, their CRMs, although they're usually fairly inaccurate, they will send out emails or postcards or text messages letting people know that there's a service due on their vehicle. That's not exactly what we're talking about. Yes, that is, I mean, it is email marketing and you should be doing those things. But if you think about about it, that stuff is going out like every six months and you need to be in front of people more often than that. So I know people listening can't see, but those watching on video, see, I have my phone, I'm opening up my email and I'm scrolling through. And actually there's two emails in my inbox right now that I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to open. But you know what those companies just did? They reminded you that they exist. They reminded me that they exist. So, you know, in years past, I used to be hyper-focused on the open rate and the click-through rate. And if those numbers got low, which I'm still, I still want them to be high. But today, I'm just happy to show up in front of someone, right? We just talked um, Saturday at Rick White Live, and I mentioned how in before the world of, of digital just exploded, the kind of rule of thumb was that you need to get your message in front of someone seven times before they were going to make a decision. That number is now more like 13 to 15 with all of the messages that are coming in front of us. So if you can just get your name in front of them, that is a win. I did a video earlier today and my friend Chris Cotton did a, a video that was kind of a tag along to mine. And we were talking about, you know, so here it is, as we are recording this, it is late January 2023. And 2020, 2021, and 2022 have all been pretty darn good years in the auto repair world. But it has slowed down uh, some, and people are feeling it. You know, we have heard it from some of our clients. We've heard it from a lot of people in the industry that the phone is not ringing like it was. And, you know, we have to go in there and do everything that we can to get that phone ringing. But when Chris did his video, the thing that he was reminding people of is to use your tools. Because so many times we have tools at our disposal that we completely forget that we don't have because we're not using them enough. Kim was talking about just having that email hit someone's inbox and the importance of that. There have been so many times in my life I'm talking about. It happens at least once a week that I'll get an email and without me even having to open that email, it reminds me I need to do something. Mm -hmm. It was not long ago. I got an email from Southwest Airlines and it reminded me we have got to book our flights for the conferences that we have coming up. And I never opened that email. Did it. Yeah. I never opened that email or anything. I was just like, Kim, we need to get these things booked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it does. It serves as reminders. And, and it's the same thing in the auto repair world. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a check engine light or your client has a check engine light on in their car. They're busy. But when they get that email from you, they don't even have to open it. As soon as they see your yep. name in their inbox, what do they think? Oh, crap, I, I got to schedule that. Yeah, and they do. Yep, absolutely. And that happens to me all the time with our vet. They send out like, Oh, it's dental cleaning month or it's, you know, whatever month, every month it's a different thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, I got to go in there and get this or whatever. So, you know, have a slow day plan and email should absolutely be a part of that. So even if you're not currently 
collecting those email addresses, now's the time to start doing that. You definitely want to do that. And you don't have to bombard people. You can just stay in touch with them once a month is really fine. That way, when you do have the unexpected slow day, it's not a big deal if you send them an email. Yeah, I think once a month is perfect timing. Uh, some people that don't like to send emails are like, well, I'm just going to send once a quarter. Yep. Now send once a month. You will not. People will rarely unsubscribe from you if you're sending them an email once a month. The, the ones that I unsubscribe from, they're sending me two, three times a week, and it just gets old. But once a month is a perfect schedule to send to people. I only have one more thing that I really want to throw in there, and that is be very careful what your subject line is, right? That is one of the biggest factors that causes someone to open or not open that email. Obviously, the time of day that it shows up in their inbox, but for sure the subject line. So you don't, that's a whole nother conversation to have. But if you have questions, reach out to us. We can give you tips on that. But Pay attention to what causes you, which subject line causes you to open that email right then and there. Because for the most part, if you're really wanting them to open it, they need to open it right then and there. Because if not, it's going to fall in that I'll get to this later category, which we all know is never. Yeah. And even more or what can be even more important than the subject line is who it's from. Because when you're sending those emails, you can go in there and you can have it display something very specific in the from line. And they may not know your name, but they know your shop's name because they've done business with your shop. They met your service advisor. So you don't want to necessarily have it coming from like, it may come from the owner's email address or it may come from an info ad or something like that. But the actual name that displays should be your shop name. It's funny that you say that. I just signed up for a devotional with Proverbs 31 Ministries and they're in the Facebook group. They're like, oh, you didn't get the email. You didn't get the email. It was coming from P31, and every time I got it, it didn't make sense, and I just got rid of it, got rid of it. So then I went and looked, and I have five emails from P31. Yeah, so make sure that that from name is going to make sense to people. Hey, y'all, if you have a question, a tip, a topic, if there's something we have not covered on the podcast, we want to hear from you. Send us an email at podcast at shopmarketingpros.com. Brian and I both get that email. And um, the last time someone sent something recently, we record a podcast on that topic very quickly. Email us, join our Facebook group, the Auto Repair Marketing Mastermind. It is really popping in there. I'm super excited about it. There's a lot of great conversation specifically relevant to you, the auto repair shop owner, when it comes to marketing. And then, of course, you can also find us on our website at shopmarketingpros.com. And hey, subscribe to the podcast. That helps us out. And leave us a review. Yep. And uh, we are one podcast that is part of a larger network called the Aftermarket Radio Network. There's some other great podcasts on there to listen to. You can find them at aftermarketradionetwork.com. I look forward to you tuning in next week. And until then, go fill those bays. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.